Hello, welcome to another episode of the Young Why Podcast. This is episode two of the Young Why Podcast, and I'm going to defeat the purpose of this because I originally made, I think I was thinking of making this mainly music talk, but I think I'm going to make it whatever I kind of wanted to. Um, so the second episode, while we will be mainly talking about music, um, this second episode is going to be talking about Red Dead Redemption 2, probably my favorite video game of all time at this point because I seem to just come back to it all the time and replay it and it's starting to become kind of a tradition for me to p- replay it every winter because it kind of gives you that feeling um, probably because it starts off kind of in winter and so what Re- Red Dead Redemption 2 and we're just going to get into it what what Red Dead Redemption 2 is is that it is a sequel but it's also a prequel to a game that Rockstar originally put out in 2010 2011 called red dead redemption and red dead redemption one you took over the character of john marston where you basically made a deal with the government and well the government made a deal with you and as part of this deal is that you would go and go out and capture the rest of your former gang members that you ran with um at that point in the game had been about Mm, a decade or so I think since you had last ran with them and the government's holding your family hostage so you have to go and capture your former gang members capture or kill them um to get access to your family again and I'm not going to spoil too much about Red Dead Redemption 1 um because I think that is also a really great game um you can get it for cheap on probably PlayStation Store PlayStation Store and the Microsoft Store and sorry about that. In the in the Microsoft Store, and it still holds up pretty well, even now. Um, still looks good. I mean, of course, it still it kind of does look like a game that was made in 2010, 2011. But at the time, I at least to me, I think it looked really good. So it still kind of holds up. And so what Red Dead Redemption Two is that it's a prequel, and it's set in a gives you more background on what happened to the gang that John Marston was in and but this time you were not playing as John Marston and in this time John Marston is one of many characters in the game in this game you play as Arthur Morgan um, who is also a member of the gang um, he is there's two leaders of the gang, and he is one of the people who was with these two leaders probably the longest, and then and then John came into the picture. So Arthur Morgan and John Marston, um, compared to a lot of the other gang members that you meet in Red Dead Redemption 2, and then of course also in Red, Red, Dead, Red Dead Redemption 1, um, him, Arthur Morgan and John Marston have been with the gang the longest. And I'm going to try not to spoil too much about this game, but I mean, to be honest, if you haven't played it, don't be listening to a podcast episode about this game. Um, like I've seen a few people post on TikTok and say like, hey, if you haven't played this game, don't be looking at Red Dead TikTok. Um, so basically in this game, you're playing as Arthur Morgan and it really shows you the trajectory or kind of like the downward spiral that John Marston and Arthur Morgan's gang went through and why you find John Marston in the situation you find him in in Red Dead Redemption 1. Um, but really the main focus in this game. And they did good in this because they didn't like make you a different character and then f- keep focusing on John. 
Um, John Marston, of course, he is a character that plays an essential role in the game. Um, but of course, more so later on, because as Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to a close story-wise, you are leading more into kind of setting up John's story a little bit. And really, give, it just fully explains why you find him... Um, the predicament he's in in Red Dead Redemption 1. But the main ga the game mainly focuses on Arthur Morgan, the gang, and pretty much just the downward spiral that happens. Um, so, a few of the reasons why I love this game so much. The feeling it gives you, it's relaxing, it's peaceful. Um, and I believe Rockstar really did this because they really kind of created this, I guess, you know, this really good imaginary version of what the old west was like there's a very heavy emphasis on nature in the game there are of course towns and cities of varying sizes and it kind of follows the same um follows a little bit of the same path that red dead redemption one did where you eventually get to what was considered kind of more of a modern city in the west um but in this game you're kind of more like you're in the west, but then you also go down south, you go up north. Um, you definitely go through a lot of different places, just like Red Dead Redemption 1, where you went um, kind of through the west and then also um, into Mexico. This time you don't go into Mexico, this time you go to other places. Um, so basically this game, it just makes you, this game, like I can marathon it. For so long well at least i used to i think the last playthrough i kind of noticed that i did start to get a little bit bored um sometimes so i might put it down and not play it for a long time for now because i was playing the red dead online a lot this year as well so that kind of maybe burnt me out on the game itself um what i will say is that story mode definitely way better than online if you see people complain about the online Online is kind of just like a completely different beast. It's not really like the game. Like a lot of, I've seen a lot of people talk about it and I agree with them and I've kind of thought a lot of the same things is that, you know, the story mode just feels more alive. Even if you're not doing any of the story missions, when you're playing just in the story mode and you're out in the open world in the game, it just feels more alive than it does in the online version. Um, so yeah, man, it just gives you a relaxing, peaceful kind of feeling um it's kind of like a therapeutic game for me and i've seen a lot of people say that like on reddit on reddit that's like you know a really kind of just comforting game and then there's also arthur as a character now arthur to me i think is i know i'm kind of preaching the choir here arthur to me is a better character than john marston is um and it's interesting just because I think John and Arthur, like, they both have kind of the same qualities. But I think for Arthur, I think, you know, the game's called Red Dead Redemption. And I think Arthur kind of, his story kind of really embodies that concept of redemption um, if you play it a certain way. Because you can play the game as a bad guy consistently. Um, and you can also play the game as a good guy consistently. So I think probably the best way for me is for you to get like really kind of like real good experience is probably maybe play it as the good version first. So play it as a good guy first and then maybe play it as a bad guy on your second time around if you enjoy the game. Um, so Arthur is a character. He's kind of, of course, he's rough around the edges. 
Um, he doesn't have his, the gang is his family. The gang is his life. Judge Vanderlyn and Hosea are, you know, his surrogate fathers, his surrogate parents. And he was pretty much raised in life. And what you gather a little bit also is that his father also was a man who was a criminal. Um, and he was just kind of, and I believe John Marston and Arthur Morgan, you know, they were both in an orphanage when they met Dutch and Hosea. So Arthur's main goal is that he is always looking out for the gang. That's kind of his main thing. The gang, the life, that's what he cares about. Um, but he is also a logical person. He does talk down on himself a lot in the game, but he is a logical person. And he kind of sees that it's 1899, government agents are chasing after them. And he does see how the world is changing. And he sees that, and it's a, there's a lot of talk in the game where it's like, you know, he says a lot. It's like, they don't want folk folk like us anymore. And he knows that the times are changing. He sees that his time is running out. Um, but I think in the beginning of the game, he doesn't see it. That he's not sure how his life is going to end. He doesn't. He's not sure how his time in, his, in this life is going to end. But he knows that he's given his all for this life. So he's not sure when it's going to finally end. So it's, and this kind of goes into the story, and we're probably already on in the story. The story is just so detailed and makes you feel for the characters and makes you like a bunch of other characters. My personal favorite of the other characters, aside from Arthur Morgan, is probably Charles, because to me, Charles, he himself could probably have a game based around his life because he is um, a very kind of complex character. He's a very reluctant, he's kind of a reluctant participant in the life that he is. He seems like he's, you know, for him, he was kind of born into this life or kind of led into this life because of other circumstances. Um, because it, uh, I believe believe how it works is that he's he's the father he's the father of a black man and he's the father of an indigenous mother or the, the son of a black man and he's the son of an indigenous mother and so right from the get-go he's kind of kind of an outcast in society especially during this time and he's just a lot of pain in this character and he's just an example of how you can have a favorite character aside from the main character and how much you enjoy um, these characters. You're very interested in them. And Rockstar does a good job of kind of giving them all kind of complex emotions and understanding that all of these characters are reacting to the situations very differently. Um, you learn that actually later on. Like There's like five or six chapters or whatever and then there's the epilogue um but as time goes on it's like all the characters are kind of reacting to the situations very um very differently then other people are kind of just stressed other people kind of completely go off the deep end other people are kind of staying the course putting their nose to the grindstone um so it's more than just arthur that is experiencing this all the other characters are experiencing this as well um and one of the also Another one of the great characters is Sadie Adler, a character that you save early on in the game and a character that kind of comes into her own as part of the gang. And she doesn't in, in the game, a lot of the women in the game, they kind of kind of went with this, the, the gender roles of that time where it's like they kind of kind of just kept the camp clean, you know, helped um, just clean up the place. 
Um, but for Sadie Adler, you know, she did that a little bit at the beginning, but she told them she was tired of doing that. And she becomes a vital part of the gang. You know, she learns how to handle a gun real well. She kind of just becomes one of the guys in the in in the gang. And this is another one of my favorite characters because um, her story also is very important in what I think it's kind of, I guess it's kind of a commentary on, you know, what this gang is kind of doing to other people at this point in their history. I believe that, I guess, back in the day or before this game, um, Arthur and John talk about how the gang used to actually do things for people. But now it's just causing chaos and destruction. I think Sadie's kind of a comment on what these gangs, um, including the one, ones that they're the one that they're in, has kind of done to people during the time period of the game, and then also a little bit before it as well, where it's just complete chaos. You're just destroying lives. So I think she's kind of a commentary on that. So also to talk about is the world and how expansive it is like i said it's like you're kind of like you're in the west you're in the north and you're in the south um like and when i say you're in the south you're like in basically red dead redemption 2's version of the south you know you go through swamps also and everything just kind of a lot of that kind of stuff and it's just so expansive of what you can do and what you run into and you can go up to the north you can go up to the mountains where in the in um where it's snowing and you have to get on winter clothes because it's so cold. That's also another part of the game is that you can't get too hot and you can't get too cold, otherwise your health affects you. Um, and it's like what you can do in the terms of challenges, because there's a bunch of challenges of like being a horseman, of being a weapons guy, being a hunter, being um, a person who collects um, flowers and fruits. Um, and just kind of herbs and spices from around the world. You can have challenges based around that, whatever your fancy is. Um, it also helps you out because depending on what kind of person you are as you play a game, it gives you access to new things, um, basically new clothes, um, new weapons holsters, you know, more stylish things. And you can also um, hunt legendary uh, animals so then you can take it to the trapper which is another storefront person that you find out in the wilderness and in one of the cities and then you can trade it to him and then you can get like different kind of clothes made out of the animals and um, that's another example of the collecting things and then you can meet strangers who have stranger missions where they'll have you do some of them will have you do stuff and then some of them are kind of more of a long-running thing in the game where you're going out to collect stuff like for one person they're collecting um kind of random like um images and stones and other persons having you collect like dinosaur bones another person's having you like collect little cards um and then also aside from these stranger missions you encounter random characters through the world that you can talk to. They aren't, like, necessarily a stranger mission. Um, and this can go from just random people you can talk to in the towns. And then also it can... So it can range from that, but then also it can range from randomly, like, you help saving somebody who's getting kidnapped or saving somebody that's being taken to prison by... Um, the, the law 
and you know you see and for this is a good example because for the people that you save from you know getting sent to prison you know you break them out of the kind of the cage wagon that they got going on and they'll say like hey you didn't hear it from me but i know of a house that you can rob and stuff like that and and you can use that information and you'll have different encounters with that as well so you'll encounter different characters um just to give also give you another example is that there is a serial killer in the game and it's not a stranger mission but you'll encounter you know you'll encounter the scenes of the crime and that's just amazing to me (laughs) that you'll it's not a stranger mission, but it's just another example of like different kinds of encounters that you'll find. Um, and you can look it up on Google because what I did was after I found the first scene of the crime, I started like Googling like what was this and everything. Um, and really, you know, if you want to play the game and if you're playing the game, if you get lost, like kind of feel free to like, you know, go on Reddit, find Google because there's like so many things. There's some things that I still haven't encountered in the game or stuff that I haven't encountered since like my first playthrough. I just did my fourth playthrough like this, you know, this past month in November and December, I just did my fourth playthrough, and there's some stuff that I haven't encountered since, like, the first playthrough, when I watched, like, little videos on TikTok. Um, so yeah, man, I thought I was gonna go on longer about this game, but, you know, maybe I just don't have it in for, in me right now, but I just wanted to talk about this game and how much I loved it. It's one of my favorite games. I don't really, I'm kind of weird about video games in the last few years, like, I don't really play them a whole lot. I don't know if it's like I get bored easily or I just don't um, want to take the time or maybe I'm just enjoying listening to music, reading or like watching TV shows and movies more often. Um, but yeah, man, for me to really get like into a video game like this and constantly replay it, especially like a new video game, because um, I'm probably like a lot of other people where I find myself kind of going back and like you know playing like the real old school games from like ps2 ps3 era xbox xbox 360 era like those kind of games and a lot of new games kind of don't do it for me lately but also might not be just because i haven't gotten into them um so for a game like this to really do it for me it's just so great um so yeah, this is what my a friend of mine said I should do. He said I should do kind of like a video essay, which I am doing like a little video essay. And then, of course, I'm also recording it on Audacity um, for the streaming services. And yeah, so this was the second episode of the Young Y podcast. We talked about Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm a little bit shorter than my last podcast, just by a few minutes. Um, and yeah, if you haven't played the game, go play the game. I recommend playing story mode first, and then if you want to venture in playing the online mode, go ahead. Just a warning, um, Rockstar does focus a lot more on, like, the Grand Theft Auto online than the Red Dead online. Um, but right now, probably if it's your very first time playing it, and if you don't get bored, because I can tell that it, the Red Dead Online did get kind of boring sometimes, um, go and play in Red Dead Online. There is stuff for you to do on there, at least to start off with, and then maybe you'll just kind of tap out. But go ahead and play the story mode. And I do suggest playing it um, 
having Arthur be a good guy, like be on, you'll, you'll know, doing good stuff first. Because um, to me, I think that is a very good playthrough. I played as a bad guy the first time through, and um, it probably would have been better playing as a good guy first. And to me, that's probably kind of like the real good, like, first playthrough. Um, and yeah, it's a game that really invites you to play it more times to get different encounters, because some stuff you encounter the first time, you might not encounter the second time, and, you know, switch it around. Um, so yeah, see y'all later. This was episode two of the Young Y podcast. Um, we talked about Red Dead Redemption 2. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter at YoungY95, and then also follow the Young Y podcast on TikTok, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks.